you describe your program, and then you give the price. And then you say, these are magic words, do you have any questions? Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey everyone, it's another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day, and I am lucky enough to be your host, Chris Ward. We have Cheryl Burgett in the house, and she is the CEO of Your Sales Genius, teaching entrepreneurs how to lead with service in making sales. That sounds good. After spending 18 years climbing the corporate ladder in the competitive financial world, Cheryl thought she had achieved success until one day when that all changed. So we got to hear about that. No longer aligned with old school sales tactics, Cheryl set out on a mission to help service-based entrepreneurs put sales at the front of their business with service being the focal point of every conversation. Cheryl defined sales as acronym meaning serving anyone lovingly, effectively, and successfully. Hey, Cheryl, welcome to the show. Hey, Chris. I am so excited to be on today. I, I love talking about sales. It's like my favorite thing to talk about. Well, almost. Can I, um, I want to jump in right at the beginning. So you can tell that you're somebody good at sales and sales copy because in her bio that I just read, this next line says, and please welcome Cheryl to the show. So she, she, showed me with great detail how to sell her. Usually they give you the bio, but I've got, and please welcome Cheryl. Well, thank you, Cheryl. So that just shows me right off the bat, like you leave no stone unturned. Well, I'd like to think that, you know, occasionally I've learned, I have to say with your book, uh, when the hour, when the day, I have learned some things that I can sharpen up. Let's just say, um, but anyway, thank you. It's I no really problem, appreciate but it. sales is not one of them. So, so tell me, let's just jump right in. Tell me that you thought you had achieved success until one day that all changed. What changed there? Okay. So I think that from the time I was young, I was really built my parents. Uh, I never thought I had a choice to go to college. That's how, uh, I think driven and naive I was really. And, uh, the first time I remember going home for a semester and coming back and I'm like, well, where's so-and-so? Oh, they dropped out. You can drop out of college. Are you kidding? That's how naive I was. So as I really had a mission to, uh, climb that corporate ladder, of course, in a male dominated field, right. I went to work for a institutional mutual fund company, 28 salesmen. And I was the first woman they hired. Yeah. Mutual funds also doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Well, I realized it wasn't. 14 months okay. later, I was cussing at my best friend on the way to church and thought that wasn't, wasn't the kind of life I wanted to have. Right. They should not have fun in the mutual funds word. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with you because yeah. it was cutthroat. What I realized is if I don't believe in what I'm selling is the best solution for the clients, right. I'm not in the game. Right. So that was a real turning point for me. And I, uh, against all uh, suggestions, quit my job with not another job in line. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. 
And at the time I was single and I had a house and, you know, obviously bills to pay. Okay. So you just one day said, wow, I'm not having fun. This is horrible. And I'm starting to act in ways that don't feel like me and you've had enough and you're just, you're just making changes. Right. Okay. So I quit my job. I went on a search to like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? I'm 41. Okay. Uh, and I found uh, something actually silly called, it's not silly, the passion test. Okay. I needed to know what I was passionate about. Okay. I found the authors. I went through the process and my number two passion was to inspire others to find their own greatness and empower them to live it. Okay. Well, that didn't describe career. Like what am I to do? That's a, that's a, a long handle on a business card. Okay. <laughs> it's a long handle on a business card. But what I realized is I just said yes to the opportunities that presented themselves. And I found myself as a master trainer for the passion test, traveling all over the world. And then we created a program that helped them build a business. And that's what I ran for about six years with them. Uh, It was fascinating to me. So I got to create my entire sales model and process working Ah, for someone else. Okay. And then you launched into your own. Then I, then I went out, I flew out of the nest and I went on my own. And that's when I created Your Sales Genius. And if I could do a apostrophe RE, yeah. because it's really about discovering someone's sales genius within them. Okay. Okay. So let's dive, let's dive into that. What, what is their sales genius or what are the biggest, you know, what, what turns your stomach or makes you cringe when you see somebody doing sales, what are the pain points that sort of really you would like to, how can we get to our next win? How can my audience go? All right, let's take a look. Is that something that I am suffering from right now? Okay. There's a couple. Okay. So let me start with someone being attached to the outcome of the sale. Okay. okay? When someone's attached uh, to the outcome of the sale, rather than focusing on solving someone's problem, right. it looks all about them. Okay. And so they say things, they do things. It feels like you're in, you know, I hate to use this industry, but it feels like you're in um, a sales, uh, a car sales um, office, right? Oh, the, poor, the poor used car salesman that I know. everybody I know. from like grade one on up picks on. Yes, the, I the know. poor used car salesman. Okay, so it sounds like you're a used car salesman because what you're saying is if you're attached to the outcome, and another nice way of saying this is when you're feeling desperate and you need that sale, Right. Then what you're saying is that's not going to be hidden. They're going to smell it on you. You're going to be using words or language or body language that is going to give them red flags. You know what? That just reminded me of something last week. I was working with this client, a new client of ours in our coaching program for when they are, when the day. And um, she was saying to me where we talk about hiring, building systems and all that stuff that you and I were just talking about. She said she met with a potential client last week and the client said, you know what? I really would like to work with you, but I'm getting the sense you're pulled in so many different directions. I don't think this is the best time for you. And so she said, oh my gosh, Chris, I thought I was faking it. I thought I could cover that. How would she know that in just like a half hour meeting? So that just lends itself to what you're saying is you show up and these little hints and clues give it away and, and, and it interferes with stuff. A hundred percent. You can feel energy. It's actually been measured that yeah. you can feel energy um, in a three foot radius around us. People right. who are more intuitive can feel it further out, but you know, when somebody walks into a room in a bad mood, you just feel it. You do. And, you know that. Yeah. And I always say you can like, 
you can tell two people you don't know on the side of the street that look like they're having a tense moment. They're in a disagreement. But what happens is, and I think entrepreneurs, you know, and I, I'm so, that's why I'm so passionate about serving entrepreneurs is you have this false thing that you think, and I know I did it for years in the beginning of my business where I think I could stuff it down or hide it. Like I'm going to pretend that I had more than four hours sleep and try to be charming in this, in, in this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and see if they find me just wonderful to work with, even though I could throw up, I'm so tired. So I think even though we all know you can feel energy or you're like somebody walks in your room and you're like, what's wrong with him? You know that, but as entrepreneurs, I think that we think that that's one of the skill sets or in German, that means stuff down your feelings, get the job done. Right, right. And that's so not the case. And so right. it is a practice and a habit teaching my clients that I, there's a scientific method. If you do this many sales conversations, you convert at this rate, you're going to have this many clients and just trust that mm -hmm. it takes a while for them to trust it. And you know, every once in a while we all jump out of that and really want to work with someone because we like them or because, yeah. you know, we, we see how much we can help someone. That's a good one yeah. too. I can see yeah. how much I can help you. You know what? That brings up a really great Point. And I used to look at people and sometimes I knew I really could help them. And so I was so desperate and cause I just, I knew I could solve their pain. And it's like, as my husband used to say to me, it's only helping if it's helpful. Right. And so you would want to be this big hero and go in cause you knew you had the answers, but if they don't recognize that or appreciate that, you are just beating your head against the wall. And more so, you're actually going to have a very strenuous relationship with that person. So you're right. That's a real problem with sales. It really is. And I, you know, one of the ways that I refer to it is that you skipped the kiss and you went right to bed. Oh. Because, <laughs> because you, you wanted so desperately to, to see and help them and you like them and and you just jump right in without going through the courting process. And so right, right. I, I walk away from those going, wow. <laughs> or, or worse, that guy you're like, you know, when you're 15, oh yes, you know, nobody understands him. I can change him. I can help you quit drinking. Sure you can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so that's another really good one. And I think it's, it's, I would like, I hope. That's something you leave behind in your rookie years. But if somebody is listening to this and they're newer in business, boy, oh boy, your life will be so much easier when you learn that quicker. So I wish I had known that quicker because you really do think you're being noble and you're like, oh, I'm going to help them whether they want it or not. And, and I would give, heaven help me, I would give discounts. Okay, you don't see my worth, but I know I can solve your pain and I feel sorry for you. So let me discount that so you can you know, my worth is even less, right? Okay, perfect. What's right. another one? Uh, another one where I just cringe. Um, I cringe when people come up and they slap their business card in front. You say something, you're, you're talking to another person. You say, boy, I really need, oh shoot, I'm out of business cards. I need some new business cards. And somebody behind you comes up, slaps a business card in front of you and says, I can help you with that. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, part of me wants to say, come on, Cheryl, does anybody really do that anymore? But if we've all been on LinkedIn, there are people that you say hi, and then you get this, what looks to me like a two page thing with the let's hop on a call. I want to get to know you. Oh my gosh. You know, I don't have time. Some people don't have time for their family and friends and yeah, I'm just going to go make like whatever. Sure. Let's do this. Right. right. So I guess it does happen out there. And I guess 
if that's something you're doing, let's be kind for a moment and saying, I guess you just think you're playing the numbers game. You think, well, if I reach out to 200 people and then 180 reject me, even if I'm being aggressive, that's part of the game. Is, is that the philosophy? Yeah, I think it is. And I do, I do think it comes from a place of ignorance. Uh, years ago, I heard something that I have, have used forever. And it is, it is really network with your hand up, not down. What can I give? Not right. what can I take? And so even in, in a sales conversation, uh, when I keep myself from being excited, which has been a long time ago, but <laughs> I, I, you should, as, a, as an entrepreneur, you should talk 20% of the time. 80% yeah. of the time is you are asking questions Yeah, and you don't talk about, my goal is to get through, um, you know, even meeting somebody for the first time, five minutes before I ever say anything about myself. Yeah. You know, uh, so asking questions of people diving into in, in a, um, in a compassionate, empathetic way right now. I mean, that yeah. is the biggest thing right now is, is I would never start a conversation before with, how are you doing? Because yeah. then you could go down a rabbit hole. You still have to come. Oh, yeah. Dear God. Yeah. We don't yeah. want that. <laughs> no, but right now. I'm, I'm sorry that your dog died, but really we need to move forward. You <laughs> know, that's back to your other point was helping people. And what would happen is if somebody, I was having a sales meeting with them and then I say, okay, from being a marketing strategist, you know, I'd ask them marketing questions and they would give me a couple of their issues. And again, this was many years ago, but it was painful. And I, and I want people to learn. That's the whole point of this podcast so that you, we can expedite and get you to your next win now, like quicker and quicker. What I was doing from the sincere spot, again, of being annoyingly helpful is somebody would give me their issue with their marketing and I would jump all in saying, oh my gosh, we can so help you with that. Here's what we do. And it's so easy and blah, blah, blah. And I'd be so excited but you're right because I, then I switched gears and I was doing all the talking. Whereas if I ask more and more and more questions, my heavens, the less talking you do, the more information they give you to sell them. Right. Yep. So control, get yourself together and, and you got to not just jump in at the first chance. Exactly. When you can listen, um, Chris, to people and what they, what they say they want, you know, so yeah. you say that you want X. I want $100,000 by the end of the year. Great. Are you willing to do what it takes to get there? Right. That's my next question. Right. And then I say, are you sure? Yeah. What do you really want $100,000 for? Get to the real purpose. It's not just money for having money. Yeah. Um, get to really what it is that they want. And then if you provide the solution by, you know, I've worked with, you know, 30 clients who've all surpassed $100,000 and that's what you want. Yeah that is, that is a simple answer, but waiting till the end. And I always say, is it okay if I make some suggestions? So this is a great place to transition. I'm going to give everybody the transition phrase that I use in a sales conversation when they are done. And I feel like I have enough information. So hold on. Let me just stop you for a sure, second. Sure, sure, sure. No, no. Cause this is really good. Cause we forget that you are a salesperson helping other people with sales. Cause in my mind, I'm always thinking, Oh, what is the other person selling? So what you're saying is they're coming to you for sales yep. and they'll say to you, I need you to help me with my sales because I want to make a hundred thousand dollars in sales. And you're yep. saying that that, you know, is this wonderful round juicy number and everyone just jumps to it. Okay. Well, let's break it down. So it's right. not even about who you're dealing with or the product, the service is that they're just taking this arbitrary number whether they sell, I don't know, pigeons or pots or castles, 
this is the number. And now you're saying, okay, let's look at the number Y and you're then take it from there. Go ahead. Yeah. So getting down to the real reason of why somebody wants to make a certain amount of money and is it realistic? You right. know, if you sell something for a hundred, a hundred dollars and you yeah. might want to make a hundred thousand dollars and you were the only person doing it and right. you've got six months of the year, not realistic, not, right. not enough hours in a day. Right. So breaking, giving somebody realistic and what does it really take? Uh, and, and so what does it really take to do that? And it takes measurement and numbers and it takes a number that your brain, if you're not making anything, you don't start out hit, you know, trying to hit $10,000 a month unless you have a high cost item. You right. start out with, you know, let's, let's do 2,500. You hit okay. that. Great. Let's move that up. And you have to, your brain can't handle more than double. Which is a good point because then you get this whole thing on social media and you'll look and somebody will post, oh, I added 250,000 a month my first month in or, which by the way, I think if they're doing that, it's their first month. I don't know. It's like an overnight success. I've been working for 10 years and all of a sudden this is the month. So yes, I did it a month with 10 years, like no tree grows in a day. But I think what you're saying is, you know, let's be realistic about this and not just start chasing whatever you see is out there. Now, before I, I jumped in there the last time, you were saying there's a transition phase that you were going to talk to us about. Yeah, there's a transition phrase. Phrase. I use, people have a hard time getting from the questions okay. to the ask. Okay. Okay. And so I have listened to many a sales calls okay. where they really never get to an ask. Right. They expect the other person to go, okay, that's me. It's kind of like having a menu and never giving them a chance to look at it. Yeah. So. What I say is once you have gotten enough information and you have um, really dug into their problem, because you really yeah. need to know what their real problem is, then you say, um, would it be okay if I offered some suggestions and solutions yeah. to what's going on for you? Yeah. So I always ask that question because now you've given me permission. Yeah. Right? And I just come back with, well, you said this, so this makes sense here. Right. Um, you know, you need some structure. Right yeah. now, you don't have any consistency. You post on social media, but you know how many people are seeing it, Yeah. right? Um, that is not the way to run your business. It's not, don't post on social media and expect people to come running to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to be the one that is doing the outreach and the helping and everything like that. If you are, there are three categories, a politician, a celebrity, or a professional athlete. Right, okay. You can put your name on something and people will come to you. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. rest of us, not so <laughs> much. Happen. No, now, so much. that transition phrase is a really good one. And I think, like I said, you, you, it's, you know, I've heard it over and over again, and it's so simple and so elegant and yet so easy to forget in your enthusiasm. But I think it's something really important. Do you also have a, a phrase when the, okay, I've now given you the price because um, I, I remember a, a client of mine telling a really funny story. I'll make it really quick. And he was saying how he was over in Japan and they were corporate buying something, doing something, whatever. And so the, you know, he, him and his buddy had the, the guy next to him working with him had given a price to this Japanese man. And then he kept talking and then the Japanese guy raised his hand to respond and he'd say, hold on a second. He wanted to tell more and more things that were included. And the guy raised his hand and then he kept talking again. So finally the guy that I knew hit his buddy and said, let him talk. And the little Japanese man said, I buy, right? So <laughs> he was like, 
I'm trying to say I'll buy, but you keep selling me. And I know a lot of people do that where it's like, I gave you a price and I'm now a little uncomfortable with that. Or I want to show you there's more value. And so you keep talking and talking and talking. Oh, Chris, that, that's so perfect. It happens all the time because people are nervous. Yeah. Right? yeah. So you give the price, you, you describe your program, you describe your program and then you give the price. And then you say, these are magic words. Okay. Do you have any questions? Okay. And okay. you shut up. Okay. And they're either going to say yes or no. Okay. If they say no, your response is, okay, great. Let's get started. So let me throw myself to the wolves. I'll tell you what I was always saying. At the sure. end, I say, does that seem of value to you? And then I shut up. Okay. And that is, that is good. That's a, okay. it, 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 it's the same thing. Does that say you're giving a yes or a no? Okay. And so then, you know, I would, I would say, do you have any questions? Because I'm doing more of an assumptive sale. So you've told me all your problems. Okay. Okay. I have directly told you how I can yeah. solve all your problems. Yeah. Right. And I, and they say, well, what if it doesn't work? Well, I'm going to tell you, and this is the honest truth and it. I don't want to be braggadocious at all, but if you do what I tell you, yeah, yeah, it will work. Yeah. I am. I know that what I, the process I have works. Yeah. What I don't know is, will you listen? So oh, you have to Oh, ask hold on everybody. I'm yeah. writing that down. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so good. That is, you know what? I, that, oh my gosh. Everybody just stop, pull the car over. That is so simple, but so effective because especially with what we do with, you know, our outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs and when the hour, when the day book and stuff. And people say, Oh, my story's different. Or what if I outsource or what if they do this or all these things? I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. You're right. Okay. So let's repeat that again. So I want to hear that again. All right. So what So um, you're saying, I know what I'm telling you will work. Great. What, what is it, whether you'll do it right or whether you'll listen to me. So I know what I'm teaching you works, right? But I don't know is if you're okay. going to do it. Okay. Got it. Got it. I, cause I got so excited. I even forgot it. It was like seconds later. So everybody, somebody write that down for me. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Here we go. Okay. Perfect. That is profound. Okay. If you'll do it. All right. That is deep stuff. Okay. Well, that's really good because I, I was proud of myself. I'd say, does that seem of value to you? And then I would shut up no matter, like the sun could rise and set. I would not speak again. And they do talk. I mean, I remember many, many years ago, the first time I did that, you're sitting there thinking, especially me where I have a high words per minute type <laughs> number. There's a little person in my head screaming, ah, what if we're here forever and they don't talk, right? So I did shut up, but I think you're right. We're going to the assumptive sale and then we can just dive into the questions because my way, does that seem value to you? Well, yeah, but I'm a little worried about the price or I can't afford it right now. So really now that I say that out loud, we're kind of either they're all in and they love it or we're guiding them towards an objection. Right. Okay. Exactly. Right. So let's assume someone says, yeah, I got a couple of questions. Okay. And a question could be they're concerned. There's generally four or five major objections. Okay. And one is I don't have enough time. One is I don't have enough money. One is I need to speak to my spouse. I need to think it over. So okay. I'm going to give one of those. We don't have time for me to get all of them. Right. One is I need to think it over. If you've done a good job in the conversation of identifying their problem and giving them a solution, 
and they really can't argue because you have facts. Right. So when they say, I need to think it over, your response should not be, okay, Okay. no. Your response should be, uh, Chris, you should say something like, well, obviously I didn't explain it well enough. What is it that you need to think over? What am I, what are you not clear about? Right. And then you can find out if that's just a stall tactic or they really need to think about it. Okay. Right. And then you have to use your intuition, right? So you said you wanted to fix the problem. I've given you a solution. Uh, And I can tell you, if you start to look around, whether you hire me or not, you're going to need to hire someone. Right. Okay. Right. Now, having said that though, I am in this place in my life where I am like obsessed with loving everything I do and everyone I do it with. So those are great tactics. And if they say, I need to think it over, I'm now like, you're right. You need help, whether it's me or somebody else, this is going to be need to be fixed. However, I'm a little fearful now of getting these people on board that like, you know, that I seduce them with sales. I know that's not how sales work, but you know what I'm saying? I do. I want them in my world. I want them all in and so excited or I'm just, I'm, I, I'm just not going to pay the price of dragging them to the finish line. Mm-hmm. So here's how I handle that. Because okay. <laughs> I, I am the same way. If I feel that it's going to be one of those tough ones that I'm going to drag up the hill, I don't drag up the hill anymore. Right. Uh, I will say, if they say I need to think about it, I'll go, great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that's my end. Okay. Uh, would you like me to follow up with you? Now, if I want them, I'm not going to say, would you like me to follow up with you? If I want them, I'm going to say, how much time do you need? And let me follow up with you uh, on, is tomorrow at five o'clock okay? Okay. The shorter the time frame, the better. Okay. Okay. So I, every time I get off of a call, I have my follow-up scheduled. Gotcha. Except. Except. Except if I find that there's someone I don't want to work with that I've sensed some kind of, oh, this is going to be, you know, yeah, yeah. this is going to be tough. Yeah. Then I, then I will say, you know, okay, you need to think it over. And yeah. then, you know, I follow up, leave a message and I call it good. I've done my job. Right. Perfect. Um, they don't answer the phone. I don't call them back. Okay. Perfect. Well, you know what you said, you talked about time calling them back the next day. I have to say, I wish we had more time with you. This was fun and helpful. And I think it's something that, I don't know, I think sales somewhere recently took a little bit of a backseat with all this stuff that we do with networking and social media. And it used to be first and foremost in everything you did as an entrepreneur. And now I think somehow we have this idea, like if I make enough friends online, the sales thing will organically happen. So I think it was a great refresher and so, so hugely important. So tell me, Cheryl, where can people find you? So you can find me at my website. I'm going to give it to you. It's okay. www.yoursalesgenius.com, Y-O-U-R. Okay. And they can also email me at info at yoursalesgenius.com. Okay. We will for sure have those in the show notes. Cheryl, I cannot thank you enough. It was, uh, it was fun and, and, and lots to learn by all. So thank you again for coming out. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. I wish all of my podcasts were like this. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Till the next time, guys. Thanks again. 
Hey listeners, how would you like to have all the help you need to effortlessly run your business? Create a real business that supports your life instead of consuming it, even if you're bootstrapping it right now. I am super excited to share with you guys that right now we are gearing up to launch an amazing product, the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs, more results, less you. Go to comingsoonfromchris.com to learn more. That's comingsoonfromchris, K-R-I-S, dot com to learn more.